Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeffrey. Hey guys, uh, tonight we will not be crashing your displays if you drive a Mazda 6. Did you hear about this? No. There's a uh, apparently one particular podcast that will crash your display in your Mazda if it plays. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. We will not be doing that tonight. All right, fair enough. Well, Wells. Hey, Wells is over there. I don't know. I mean, the, the night is still kind of young, so let me see what I can do. <laughs> and Jeff, where are we? Uh, we're at Birdsong. Uh, we were here not too terribly long ago. Had a great time, and uh, Chris and Tara were awesome and invited us back. So, I mean, you know, like we're going to say no. But, uh, you know, it took some time and um, had some good things to, to come back and talk about. So, we are here. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Doing great. Thanks for coming back. You don't even have to twist our arms. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. We're, we're coming whether you invite us or not. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. whether or not we bring all the gear that makes it different, I guess, right? Whether or not they let us in. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. that too. Because, you know, yeah, they are closed right. on Mondays. They could just let us sit out in the parking lot and stare at us and laugh. No more than usual. I mean, oh, know, yeah. yeah. The difference is we'd be outside when they stare at us and laugh as opposed to being inside when they stare at us and laugh. Very true. It's all good. So, Wally Walls, you done anything exciting since we last recorded? Man, I have been all over the world. If it's a brewery that's opened within the last year and I haven't been to it, I just decided I'm going to go. So cool. I crossed off like King Canary and uh, off my list up in Mooresville. That was well worth the drive. A um, few others, South Carolina, a few down there. So. Like where in South Carolina? Oh, shoot. We had every intention of hitting slow play and just weren't able to make it happen, but we hit Amor Artists. Okay. That was... Solid time. I hear a yeah. lot of good things about them. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, they're doing a good job. Anything else? I mean, you and I went all over. The, I got you out yeah, of the house this You did. Weekend. It was amazing. It's always fun when I'm sitting on the couch and I get this text, look who I got out today. Yeah, yeah. I know. The, whole, the only one that Josh, never leaves. Like in public. Yeah, so uh, yesterday, no, Saturday, we went to go hit Divine Barrel. Then we, yeah, yesterday, Saturday. And then. Yesterday, Easter. Yesterday, Easter. Hit Resident Culture. And then we ended up at Triple C. Had a lot of fun. Uh, although it was kind of crowded. Well, it is and about that time of year. And you know how I do. In the spring when yeah. it's nice. And you know how I do with crowds. You don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Fantastically. That was really fun to watch Josh just shift gears into a, all right, cool, time to go. Yep. <laughs> I'm out. Yep. He hits a wall. It's okay. I mean, yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know? I don't think Wallace had actually experienced that mm-hmm. with me yet until yesterday. Yeah. And he, fi- he finally got to see it firsthand. It's, it's a whole thing. And yeah. I'm a weirdo. It's okay. Well, I mean, we all knew that. Yeah, that's always uh, part of it. Jeff, us. anything for you? Um, uh, no, not really. Um, I've mostly been having you guys get beer for me, so I guess that kind of counts. Yeah, we've been your <laughs> mules lately. <laughs> oh, hey, you're there. Hey, while you're there, yeah, I got all excited. I was like, FedEx, oh, UPS, I thought Jeff's Wells, gonna show shoot. up. I thought like maybe you were in town, and you're uh, like, no, oh, I, I saw I, us tweets, and I had in-laws in town, so you know, it's just that kind of limits my amount of, of trips. I mean, usually yeah. that almost guarantees we're going to Old Mech, but they didn't even want to go to Old Mech this time. So yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'll just stay here and drink heavily at home. Cool. Chris Tara, what's been new since we've been here last? <laughs> you guys added anything, changed anything up? We've done some fun improvements to the tap room, oh, yeah. I'm really excited about. Okay. Um, little small changes, but just trying to make it a little more inviting and um, things that we haven't really had the time to do since we opened. Uh, you can see there's a metal birdsong logo on the wall there, yes, uh, which nice. is really fun. And add some plants. We've got a little loungy area with a vinyl wall. We can express our musical tastes. 
uh, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I noticed so. that was new since last time I was here. Yeah, yeah, what's the rhyme or so. reason with the vinyl wall? I noticed a few that you've done uh, beers named after. Yep, yep. Um, we tried to incorporate as many tastes from the group at Birdsong that we could. Um, it's a very eclectic choice of albums, but... Um, you know, we've got the rush in there for sure. Yeah, Flaming I noticed lips. the TLC, Adam, <laughs> like all of those. That was the one that stuck out to me the most. I'm going, wow, that's a interesting choice out of all of those. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, some Stevie Wonder. You know, got all the some classics, some unusual things thrown in there, but it's fun. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed the uh, little uh, display that y'all had over there in the corner with the uh, solar panel stuff. Did you move that? Is that out of commission? Is it coming back? Uh, it'll be back. Okay. Yeah, we just need to find a good spot for it. Fair enough. We painted so like everything came down, and yep. we got to figure out where everything goes back. <laughs> where did we put this? Uh, <laughs> no, it looks great. Uh, it, it definitely feels like you've like gained a little space. Yeah, know? definitely feels like that. <clears throat> Maybe it's the paint color. I know you guys had some uh, cabinets mm-hmm. maybe over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a bunch of little changes, but just, you know, a little refresh. Yeah, yeah, it's no, it's great. It's great. Cool. Cool. Well, right into the news then. We'll, we'll talk about their beer stuff in a little while. Yeah. Uh, so, local brewery here closed Three Spirits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it, <laughs> I had to pick on the the author, award winning. You know, they won a, an award one time. Wow. I mean, wow. Well, Throwing some shade. Technically, technically correct. Throwing some shade. Correct. I'm just saying it's, you know, it's dang. Body's not it's even cold yet. Award Jeff's winning, like. not awards <laughs> winning. I mean, meanwhile, and, and I don't know where you guys have them hung up here. I remember at the old place, you guys had so many medals. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just, they're just like all together. Space, you barely yeah. can't even tell them yeah. apart. I mean, it's, yeah. So I mean, I'm going to ask you two: Have you guys? Did you ever go there? Nope. Okay. There was a little off the beaten path for me. Yeah. And really, I thought it was right there by that nightclub you like to visit. <laughs> Which one? The, the one next to the lingerie store. Oh, which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> There's so many. I kid, I kid. I but think it's uh, near no, the I mean, archery range. Okay. Archery down there. Yeah, we went. You visited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't, I don't know that I ever saw their beer on tap anywhere. I don't know that I ever had it anywhere. I don't remember I ever could, hearing I, you know, anybody from our circles talking about it. Maybe that's part of it. I mean, I don't know if they were distributing around the town at all, but it's just hard for and it's becoming harder for local breweries to get penetration anymore. Um, I mean, there's just so many players to the game, and people are increasingly you know, relying on their tap rooms. And if they just weren't in a location to get very much tap room business, you know, they're just not going to be as stable yeah. as some other people that maybe do a little bit more in-house. So, I mean, you hate to see somebody leave, but, you know, it's the, what, the second modern craft brewery i guess like everybody kind of died out before old mecklenburg opened up in 2009 mm-hmm. like there was a pretty significant little gap of in charlotte founded breweries so you know it's this is the second one that we've seen in this modern era close but and there will be more but you know again it's just one dream ending and that's it the, yeah. the beat goes on has there been any talk of anybody taking over that space? Uh, uh, they were trying to sell it. Uh, they listed it for $300,000, which is pretty aggressive for kind of a turnkey brewery. So I haven't heard any rumor on that. And not too long after that, another brewery anonymously went up for sale in Charlotte for hundred grand. So I've got an idea as to who that is. But 
no confirmation. So, yeah, there will be more, but I just don't see Craft Beer and Charlotte wiping out like it did. No, no, I don't think it'll wipe out like it did before, but I think, uh, you know, it's you're right. It's definitely hard for people to come in. And, and I, I look at kind of like Chris and Tara, where you guys were when you came in, like just at that right kind of time, and Noda was getting hot, and you guys were getting hot, and, you know, you, you're thankfully able to ride through a lot of, you know, some of the ups and downs, but you also have a good space, and beer's great and so you know (laughs) got a couple legs up there i guess i mean it's a tough business especially when you're coming in and you're trying to do a similar business model to a lot of the other business models so if if you want to do that kind of 10 to 15 barrel some self distribution some tap room and you can't get traction on handles i mean it's everybody's competing for the handles like right. not not just all the local guys like all the distributors want the same handles you know so you're going up against national breweries etc so yeah yeah I, I know you know even even though i didn't get to go out to any brewery type places mm-hmm. uh, the in-laws do love to go out to eat while they're in town because all the places they can't get back in indiana so yeah, just about everywhere we'd go you know it would always be um you guys would have just about two taps everywhere I went, which was great, you know, because it was like, what do you have? And, oh, we've got higher ground and gravity rides. I'm like, gravity rides. (laughs) Gravity rides. Yes, that, please. Uh, Although I did get a higher ground at one point just to try to put them side by side. And I think the higher ground was a little old, so it wasn't really a fair comparison. They're pretty different. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, no, I, I could see that. I mean, it's trying to fight for those taps. And, you know, so... It's going to be real tough to get penetration, I would imagine, at a smaller place, a smaller bar and grill that has six to eight taps. Mm-hmm. Then you could probably get in a little easier at a 40 to 100 tap place, but now you're lost with everybody else. Yeah, and th- I mean, there are some great accounts that only have a half dozen handles. I mean, that's a that's a good spot to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it, you know, that is where a lot of the reps pay a lot of attention to. So... It's it's tough to get a, a rebuy. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. Got to keep that going. So. So speaking of closings, and you know, we've talked about the national ones keeping coming, and it's going to keep happening. We know that Weyerbacher filed for Chapter Eleven today. Yeah. What happened to Weyerbacher? I mean, you know, it seemed like it was two, three years ago. We were all raving about Sunday Morning Stout, mm-hmm. and then all I saw for the longest time was Sunday Mole Stout, and I think it was the same bottles year over year, but. Um, I'm not sure what happened to them. They just kind of fell off. And then they announced they weren't doing Sunday morning based yep. out this year, which is an unusual thing. Like, oh. um, I mean, without knowing what, you know, the inside nitty gritty of this, it's, it's a little weird. I mean, Weyerbacher has been around for what, 24 years? About that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for them to just restructure and get sold to private equity, it's, it's a little strange to see something like this happen. But I mean, you could kind of tell that they were sagging in this market at least. I don't know what, you know, their home state of Pennsylvania was looking like for them. but Yeah, and of course the article doesn't go into it. But, I mean, honestly, to me, the litmus test is just looking around town and seeing what's there. And it, like Jeff said, if it's Sunday mole stout and it's probably the same bottle from two years ago, that, that tells me you probably, probably spread too far too fast and weren't ready for it. I mean, kind of to Chris's point with, you know, fighting for taps, something like Weyerbacher, you're probably not going to see it on tap a whole lot around town. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to see it in bottle shops. And bottle shops are probably only going to carry the big stuff. Yep. Like the, the smaller shops are only going to carry the big stuff. 
And again, there's only so much Sunday mole stout you can probably sell through. So now you're talking about the big box stores where, again, you're just, I mean, I could honestly couldn't tell you if the last time I was in a big box store, if they had Weyerbacher, because after a while, I'm like, my eyes glaze over it and I, I start looking for the stuff that I know I want. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the big question. Wells, were you buying any Weyerbacher up to this point? It's been a while. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's been a while since I really spent that amount of money on Weyerbacher um, in any quantity. Just there's so many other options out there that, you know, Sunday morning stout was great. And then somebody else local can pop up and make it better, fresher. Yeah. So, you know, I've just become a little less dependent on out of state breweries for stuff like that. So now it's been a minute. And pretty much just Sunday morning stout. Well, and I was going to say that was, well, there was one other one they did. And it had kind of like the Animal House logo on the beer. Do not remember the name of it for the life of me. It was floating around like Common Market for a while. That was kind of decent, but obviously it wasn't that great because I didn't bring it on the show. But that would have been the only other one I was buying besides Sunday morning stout. Well, let's well, hope this little reorganization gives them the kick in the pants to go another 24 years, but still a little weird yeah i mean and you're talking about it again to your point well it's like 24 years that's a long time right so yeah um, you know it might be that that they were just ready for a restructure of some sort anyway and a lot of uh, you know a lot of i think it was a private equity firm that bought in and they would probably insist on that kind mm-hmm. of structure to shield themselves from any liabilities so well and it even said like the the private equity form kind of forced the chapter 11 which makes sense yeah Yeah, i mean that's how you that's a smart way to acquire companies right and there also there's talk of them opening up an additional two tap rooms in the pennsylvania area on top of the two that they already have yeah so I, i guess they're just doing that that model of you know if you can't beat them tap room them (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I mean, who knows? This this could become another canarchy, or it could be. You, you never know what what these private equity firms are going to do to some of these places. And it seems like that's kind of where it almost feels like most. I want to say most. It seems like there is this group of breweries that are starting to get to a certain size, and they're kind of looking to join a collective. Like, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, right? Especially now that you know canarchy is starting to prove successful. I mean, we're, um, I was telling Josh, I was at, at my local grocery store and there was a seven day old case of high sitting on the shelf. I mean, that wasn't anything that we ever, like, I, I think back three or four years ago and we were trading for that. And now yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, here it is. It's a week old. No big deal. You know, like you do. It's crazy. And so maybe more, more breweries start looking that way. I mean, it's, it's an option, right? I mean, you know, you guys are in it for your own reasons and you have a goal in mind at some point and, you know, others, you know, like we talk about Golden Road a lot, you know, they were kind of set up to be bought out, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of their whole MO the whole time. So it all depends on what you want to do with it, I guess, right? I mean, maybe at some point. 24 years in the run of the company, the people that founded it are just thinking, you know, we've done this for 24 years. It might be nice to do something else. Like, <laughs> I mean, and, we, and we've seen that a lot in the craft yeah. beer world of people that have been around since, you know, kind of the mid 90s that are just like, eh, I've had enough of this game. I want out. What was the one in the, the Northeast? Um, <clears throat> they've been around for a long time. And, you know, then you've got Anchor and yeah. a couple others like that that just, you know, 
I mean, Highland just turned 25. You know, that's today, crazy. I think. Wow, that's crazy. So <laughs> Old Hickory's turning 25 next month. That's crazy. Darn kids. We don't look a day over 21. <laughs> <laughs> so we all remember Ballast Point and what happened when Constellation kind of took over. And Yeah, they paid, what was it, like $2 billion? A billion. $1 billion, Oh, yeah, $1 billion for... Uh, Sculpin. I mean, I... Or a six-pack uh, of Sculpin, right. Uh, two six-packs. <laughs> yeah, two six-packs. And a victory at sea. <laughs> uh, but basically, Red Velvet Carrot Cake. Yeah, there you go. Red Velvet With Carrot cinnamon Cake. With cinnamon. They are shutting down a couple of new brew pubs that they had opened up, and they are just doing some more, quote-unquote, corporate synergies around trying to make up for that billion dollars that they basically blew on that deal. Because that was a lot of money. I think that was the biggest acquisition, at least publicly, that we've known about. Yeah. Well, I mean, Heineken <clears throat> was a billion dollars in on um, Lagunitas. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. they did it in two installments. And right. Plus, Not- I think Lagunitas was a little bit larger than uh, Ballast Point might have been. But I think Constellation's starting to see that you know maybe buying up breweries isn't the profitable idea that it could be, especially considering them dumping all that money in cannabis. Yeah. So yep. <laughs> it's the wine and spirits, man. It's oh, the yeah. wine and spirits are going to take them down. Even though constellation has their own wine and spirits, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say other than I'm not surprised by this. And I mean, you, you're telling me that paying a billion dollars for a ballast point might have been a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Of course. I mean, again, I for one am shocked. <laughs> I mean, I, I never saw that coming. Constellation was late to the game, right? So, uh, InBev had already stepped in, picked up Goose, and shown that they could brew that Goose IPA and make it a, a national beer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Miller Coors had obviously Tenth and Blake. They did Blue Moon, blah blah blah. But they um, they were in the craft space already. And Constellation was just out, so they, you know, they did what large conglomerates do, which is they overpaid to make sure that they got the asset, and then they just write it down later. I mean, hopefully their canopy shares are killing it, so it's going to be fine. You know, they'll be all right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a an option, you know. Well, and, and to Chris's point, that's what they're doing now. They're basically writing off a bunch of hundreds of millions of dollars of these charges just to try to right the ship, so to speak, from that insane amount of, of money that they overpaid for. I mean, at that point, that was during the heyday, right? I mean, you know, there were... Yeah, like, it was late 2015 that There, that there were like eight versions of Sculpin sitting on the shelves, to, you know, and people were tearing them up at, mm. you know, what was it, like 16 or 18 bucks a six-pack? Habanero and, Sculpin. Pineapple Sculpin. Pineapple Habanero Sculpin. Mango sculpin. Hazy sculpin. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> and, you know, we laugh, but I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, they're, they're, I mean, gosh, it was so many of them. So, it may, you know, like at the time, like you want to talk about the right place at the right time. I mean, those guys made out. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely the peak of the market. So it was about 3500 bucks a barrel is the acquisition price. So <laughs> um, that's almost 40% more than Wicked Weed sold for, and Jeez. Wicked Weed made plenty. And then if you look at Canarchy, you know, when they um, did the merger kind of combo acquisition with um, Cigar City, that was more like $1,000 a barrel. So, you know, that's probably about, 
a reasonable number versus, you know, literally three and a half times that much. Yeah, it's not like you can go on Zillow and see what the like per square foot price is for a new brewery. You know? right, yeah. <laughs> we want you guys. Uh, how many barrels? And then we do the math. And yeah, doesn't quite, not quite out there. Mm-mm. Oh, and the other thing to mention too, really quickly, is of course there's going to be some more layoffs, which that always sucks. I mean, but at the same time, we always see it happening, especially when it goes to, you know, either these big conglomerates or it goes to a big corporation that eventually in-house they find their own efficiencies and yeah. they start getting rid of people. You don't need twice as many people for all of that stuff sometimes. And yeah, company A buys company B. It's yep. not like you're keeping on company A and B's people. Yeah. You figure out the best ones and cut the rest. You only need so many human resources people. You only need so many marketing people. You only need so many accountants. You, only, you know, and, and where you see... And, Sales you know, reps. You yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you see duplication and it's, you know, that's an easy place to cut and that's why a lot of companies that have the ability to get funding go out and grab other companies because they know they can write it down on taxes and they gain some assets or customers or market share or what have you. And I mean... <clears throat> What's this hazy one I'm sampling? Flat brim. Nice. So I'm curious. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was <laughs> going to say, do you guys know, do you have an age verification on your site? Mm-hmm. You do? Okay. Do you know why you have it on your site? Yeah. That's the next big question. Do you know why? It's the responsible thing to do. It is. It is. But, but is here, it? here's the thing that always fascinated me. I thought for the longest time, like, you had to do this, like, it was a legal requirement. And then I realized, no, no it's not at all. Is at it all. really? Yeah, it is not at all. It's not required. There's no legal re- requirement. That's curious. So why do it? Basically, the, the argument it's is the right thing to do. education, it's the right thing to do, that type of a deal of trying to you know, keep kids from seeing things that they shouldn't necessarily see, which, come on, it's the fucking internet, and people can look up whatever the fuck they want when they want, so, I don't know, part of me always is like, eh, but then I get it at the same time. I gotta tell you, man, I was so super excited when I finally turned 18 and could look at porn on the internet. (laughs) That was like a game changer. That was a game changer? I mean, and to discover what a a new brewer, like a brewery's actual website looked like three years later... That was, I mean, those were just huge eye-opening moments. For <laughs> Very myself. formative. All right, now, here's, here is the mind-blowing thing, though. If you are a minor and you technically enter a false birth date in, it is a criminal offense. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yep, I could you not. Sorry. Um, corollary, what if I put the wrong birth date in? Technically, it's a criminal offense. So when I, when I just, like, all these websites that think my birthday is on January 1st. Uh-huh, yep, <laughs> yep. And then I'm, like, 72 years old. Yep. Nice. Yeah, technically that is against oh. the criminal, com- or, I'm sorry, the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Breaking the law. Yep. Uh, Every day. It's a criminal charge. <laughs> we already told But us. I don't know. I always thought, to be honest, I always thought it was a legal requirement. I had no I idea that it really was not at all. Yeah, I thought having an age gate, at least on controlled websites like this, was a thing. Yeah, mm. nope, not at all. I mean, again, it's not controlling anything. There's no actual verification there. It's not... Well, I'm saying, like... A, well, and, and how many of them are like, are like you 21, or, yes or, or no, and you click yes, and it lets you in. You don't we, even have to put a birthday We actually in. made a conscious decision on that. Our original, I think our, the first website we rolled out, actually asked you to put in your birth date. And it just, it wasn't that great of a GUI, so it was just annoying. And, like, people just, like, didn't progress. Yeah. So we just switched to the yes or no. So Which is just, nice. They'd get up to, like, the month, day drop down, and they're like, nah. 
Too stop. much work. Oh, geez. too much work. Well, it's like, you know, you go to a website, hey, I want to read this article, and you get like two lines in, like, hey, and for only two ninety nine, you can, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. That's a little different than having like a subscription service. And no, no, like I get a- it. I'm just saying like on a level of annoying, it's annoying, and I'll, I'll bail on it very quickly. Ah. So yeah, today I learned. It's not. To- yeah. No, that's very cool. Yeah. Is that the stout? Good to oh. know. Fascinated me. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, are we ready for break? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We will be back in 30. Will we? Maybe. It's time for Bino by Jeffrey. How does that work? Bino by is where we're going to talk about the beer that we have been drinking throughout the show, sampling, tasting some of what we like, some of what we don't like, and we'll tell you whether we would buy it or not. Uh, we will allow Chris and Tara to abstain anything that they feel uncomfortable talking about because yeah, it's tough when you're in the industry and you know you sometimes want to play nice, and if you don't want to, that's fine too. We don't mind that. Uh, Fight! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, speaking of beers that you don't like, let's start out with this first one called All Night Long. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, the, one of the I, I won't say this is new. You guys have had, you guys made this before, uh, but now this is uh, being featured at the Knight Stadium, the local uh, minor league baseball stadium. You okay, Josh? Yeah, keyboard issues. Okay. Uh, the, the the local minor league baseball uh, stadium. You, you guys want to maybe give us a little background on this? Yeah, sure. So um, we've been working with the Knights for a while and we wanted to do a you know nice fun sessionable blonde that's a you know sitting outside watching baseball kind of beer Um, but we didn't want it to just be you know so clean that it had you know no character to it so we kind of played it up and made it a little more fun and uh, this is the first year we've done cans of it which has been pretty cool it's going really well I mean it's you know I guess we're only about two weeks into the season, so it's still new, <laughs> but it's, we're happy with it. <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, it, it tastes great. I mean, you know, to your point, it's I, I can imagine sitting outside with one of these and, you know, it's nice and it's clean, but it's not just like drinking, you know, flavored water. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little bit of body to it. I really like it. It's real good. I, I'll, uh, I'll, especially since uh, pool season's right around the corner, I will be uh, picking some of these up, I'm sure. So bye for me. Uh, Wells? Uh, I'll go in on a buy. It's well-made, no flaws. Uh, it's easy. It's light. It doesn't ask too much of you, and it delivers on what it brings. So I like it enough. Josh? Yeah, everything you guys said. I mean, it's very easy drinking, very light-bodied, flaws in it. Perfect. Like, if I ever go to the night Stadium again, which <laughs> I enjoy, it's just sometimes trying to get tickets. That but thing are a bloody nightmare. Josh. Well. But they all have, like, like, seats, right? They have seats, and when you're, like, right there in front of everything and there's nobody but players in front of you, I'm cool. He doesn't have to see the people. So it's, like, either the good seats or... Yeah, and good seats are GTFO. I mean, come on, dude. Why do you think I don't go to NFL games? Good seats are GTFO. $400 to get in? (laughs) I mean... Beyond that. I could buy a a keg and an entire, like, four briskets and a new smoker. And (laughs) And a TV. And a TV. (laughs) Yeah. All right, next we're up place uh next beer up a uh, new release from triple c called flat brim it's a hazy ipa it is hazy 
Uh, I did love the little bit of trolling that uh, Chris Harker did on the Facebooks where he uh, did a big pour of this and he's like, look, our hazy has head, you know, because. Amazing. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. And, and everybody. It was in a regular glass and yeah. wasn't like. Yeah. It wasn't in like in a, a repurposed fishbowl or something and, you know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, this is uh, this is real good. I, I, Josh, you and Wells both were kind of raving about this. And wait, uh, what? Hey, look, you know, you know where I stand uh, with with the hazy IPA. I like what I like, and I can't always explain why I like them. Right, but the ones enough. I like, I really like, and I really like this. Okay. So, uh, something about the hops, it's not overly uh, soft. So you okay. know that makes a big difference for me. I don't I don't like those overly soft ones. Oh, soft. I'm like, what the hell did he say? Yeah. Soft. 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 I'm glad you like, picked it up. Yeah. yeah. U-A-E-F-T. I, I really needed a S-A-W-F-T. or something. Um, you can't teach that. Well, well, where are you at, man? Oh, man. Uh, where am I at with this one? I'm mm, I'm very much in love with this. So uh, it's it's kind of rare to see Hazy's with just a little bit of you know bitterness to it. Mm-hmm. And that's not just like a total water treatment parade. So Yes. Uh, this exactly. It's not soft. Swaft. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I picked up a four-pack of this, and uh, it's taken everything I have to still bring one of these today. So. I was proud of you both. You both brought one. You were so excited. Yeah, so you didn't bring it. I did. Well, mine's still <laughs> in the cooler, okay? It's, All right. It's still here. I brought it. It exists. It exists to bring. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's uh, Schrodinger's flat brim. I, I like it. Brim. I'd buy it. It's tasty. Yeah. So I'm curious. I wanted to ask this question. What is your take on this whole hazy, crazy style? Like, did it kind of seem like it was a little much at first, and now it's kind of wheeled back a little bit? Did you like it at first? Did you think it was dumb? Because, um, I mean, I'll be honest. I thought it was stupid out of the gate. I really did. I hated on about every one of them Wells brought in. Mm-hmm. I have pretty mixed feelings on it. So, you know, Birdsong, we've never filtered anything. We don't pasteurize anything. So for years... Everybody complained that our beer was too hazy. Okay. And then the kind of hazy craze took off, and all of a sudden our beer, which we had been brewing with you know, the same approach, was too bright. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's kind of funny. You know, I, I think there are some really good beers in this style. I think there are definitely some beers that are not a good representation of how you ideally want to make a hazy, but... I think it's fun to play around with different ingredients and different hops and and it's always, you know, different bitterness levels, all that stuff is is interesting. Okay. I was always just curious because I mean, I know that style took off out of nowhere and at first there was just a lot of let's be frank, not good yeah. beers out there and well, then I mean, the cream kind of rose <clears throat> to the top and people learned how to make them right and right. now it's like probably one of my favorite styles of an IPA. You know, we, we see this happen very often whenever there's a new hot style, whether it's Sours or Goza was, you know, a new big... New hot style that's been around since the beginning of brewing. Well... <clears throat> okay, a recently hot <laughs> style. Whether it is new or not, but, you know, I mean, there for a while, everybody had a sour, and yep. a lot of them weren't good. Yep. And it's the the market's kind of normalized, and now the good ones are still good, and the bad ones have gone away. Yeah. And that's fine by me. So, Wells, I have to ask you, did you take me to Triple C specifically because of this beer, or mm-hmm. did you already plan on going? Or Oh, I was going for this beer. Okay. I ended up with a can of it on Tuesday. Okay. Split that one, and it was, okay, cool. I will be back here on Sunday or Saturday. Okay. Like, there were three places I wanted to go, and that was the one that I was going to go to. Okay. How about that? Okay. Fair so enough. The question is, are, there, do, are they merching this? Do they have hats? No. 
no. with a logo on it because I feel like that's a missed opportunity. I mean, yeah. it's called flat brim. I mean, you might as well make a hat for you it. You might as well. But no, this, this was one of those that as soon as I had it, I was like, holy shit, this is... Here we go. Here we go. And that like, was a that was a, a, the third stop. Yes. Yeah. And I it, about it, you, I was tired. <laughs> it, 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 it took a lot for me not to order like five of these just to pound them down because, man, it was so you good. You ordered four of them. Well, <laughs> a four pack. <laughs> but yeah, this is damn good. I love this beer. Fantastic. Next beer up. Uh, next beer, we're sticking with Triple C, and uh, I was so happy to hear that you guys were out of Triple C because I'm like, hey, um, there's this beer that I had that uh, if they've still got some more, I, 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 need, I need some more crawlers of this, please. Uh, it's become a big hit around my household, and uh, this is uh, it's called Puppy Dreams by Triple C, and it is a wild ale that they finished in uh, apple brandy barrels. And man, oh man, oh man, I really like this. Um, I had it at a at a restaurant. It totally took me by surprise. And ever since then, I, I'm I'm drinking all that I can get. Um, I guess I'm a sucker for apple brandy. And maybe hey, I didn't realize whatever. it, but uh, man, that's good. Really like it. The wild is nice in there. It's not overly sour. Um, it's just real nice all around. A little tart. It's nice. Wells. Yeah, apple brandy is. It's becoming like that two-word phrase that just kind of excites me a little bit more than it used to. And, you know, it's it's a barrel-aged beer from Triple C. Like, that's just like, hey, how is it? Well, you know how it is. It's good. It's a barrel-aged beer. Yeah. Josh, where are you? Uh, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. You guys know I'm not the biggest sour guy on the uh, face of the planet. It's not the teeth. still put up with him. I know. It's not the teeth suckering, so it's definitely not that. I, I, it's one of those things to be flat out honest with you. I would bring one to a bottle share like this. I would not buy one of these on my own. Yeah, it would be well received at a bottle share, though. Yeah, yeah. it would. But, but it's you're, just not you're right. There are some beers that are just like, I'm not drinking this. Yeah, this but is. But I'll share it. Yeah, this is not something I could uh, could I, muscle no through way on I'm my own. I'm drinking a crowler on my own. I mean, this is when we have friends over and it comes out for something like that because we always do a couple like sours and wilds and mm-hmm. usually pink robots comes out at some point and you know <laughs> everybody's happy and then this one comes out and everybody's like okay i don't want to drink anything else because the barrel on it's real nice we're done yeah can't top of that you can but you know i'd like to see a, a like a wine barrel aged pink robots mm. <clears throat> that's doable maybe just like you know one barrel see how it goes yeah. Look <laughs> at you with the free ideas. We said no more free ideas. Stop. <laughs> They're right well, here. It's well, okay. I mean, They're right here, enough. and it's with them. Fair so. enough. Okay. You know, okay. the whole thing is like, hey, you know what would be really great? And we could come out and help. I don't know what we would do, but we could totally come out and help. Moral support. We're very good at that. Yeah, we're great at that. Totally. We're very good at saying, oh, Connor, should we have done that? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> cleaned it all up, I guess. I'm okay. Yeah, man, I'll never forget that first brew day. I don't think we did anything but sat around, drank beer, and took pictures. And he... Poor guy had to muscle through everything else. And put up with us. Yeah. More so than anything, he had to put up with us. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't there. Drink beer and take are pictures we, was actually sure the invite. You were one of those what? brew days. That's actually the invite. Oh, like, okay. we told you you were going to brew, but. Yeah. 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 You're, not, you're, not touching <laughs> yeah you're not touching any of our shit. <laughs> you're Get not away now. You're not making a thing. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Take pictures. Drink. Yeah. Yeah. Those right. good times. Uh, Thoughts on anything? Oh. You like? I think it's really enjoyable. I, I'm not sure I've ever tried anything with apple brandy barrels before, but I mean, I trust those guys to know what they're doing with barrels, so it's tasty. And the the wild component of it is there, but to your point, like it's not 
pushy, so yeah. I really enjoy that. It's a real good bass. Yeah, that pushy. It's so gracious to allow me to keep my enamel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, you benevolent brewers. All right, Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up, we've got a Chuck beer. Chuck's one of our listeners. He likes to send us beer, and sometimes he sends us good stuff, and sometimes Most he doesn't. Most of the time it's bad. Sometimes he sends us this. Mm. <laughs> um, Wild Leap, which is, um, they're in Georgia, I believe. Yeah, LaGrange. LaGrange. Yep. Don't. Don't. How, 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 how. Dang yes. it. I can't stop you both. Um, this is their beer called Prize Inside Cracker Jack Stout. A big, rich Cracker Jack Stout with the iconic flavor combination of caramel, peanuts, and dreams of the big leagues. Caution. May affect sports performance. I. It's an 8.5% stout. Um, I think, it, is it labeled as an imperial? Uh, no, milk. Sweet. Milk stout. Okay. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, it, is, it is rich. Um, eh, no, thanks. Not, not a, it just... Too many things going on with it, I guess. I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't really care for it. No, bye. I don't care if I ever go back. I mean, it was just one of those too many things going on at once and no one thing excelled. So it's, it's fine, but I'm just, there's other better beers out there. Josh, where are you been? I mean, look, I'm the monster that likes peanuts and things and beer. This is terrible. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it is dry AF. What do you think peanuts do to a beer, buddy? I know, but you can also make it kind of juicy and tasty sometimes, depending on if you do a porter or how you make it. But I don't know what they did to this thing, but it is dry as shit. And, yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. You might want to see a doctor if your shit's that dry. Yeah. <sighs> Ew. Thanks <laughs> for that. So what do you guys think? Yay, any, any, any thoughts on abstain? that one? I'm in. I thought it was all right until you read the label. Then it's not that exciting. <laughs> Sometimes there's those beers that, like, the less I know about it, the better. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have that one. I have no idea what it is. Stout. Okay, great. What's in this? Yeah. Caramel and popcorn and peanuts and... Yeah, a bunch of things I don't necessarily really there's want like a beer. Tempor- Maybe they just, like, drop the temporary tattoos in there as well, like, mm. forgot to take those out. Yeah, there you go. Ouch. <clears throat> like the big-ass money stout. <laughs> Oh, man. Includes the prize. <laughs> Next time it does, like it literally says, prize inside on the can. So I mean, are they talking about the beer? Because that's being generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's next time, brew it without the box. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Final beer up. Final beer up. Uh, another Chuck beer from Monday Night Brewing. Uh, this is Fistful of Cake, which is an opera cake style coffee vanilla imperial stout. And so we were kind of looking this up. Um, yeah, so what is an Off opera mic. cake? You know, it's it's a it's it's a type of cake that has like a like the, the sponge is almond and then it has layers of chocolate and coffee and all this kind of stuff. And um, I'm not gonna steal Tara's thunder on this. Okay. I'll let I'll let her make her point on Fair this. Fair enough. Uh, that said, I like the coffee in this. It is good. Um, it's 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 a decent stout. I would probably pick up one or two of these and share them with friends, but uh, I don't know that I want more than that. But for 9%, it's not bad. So are you buying it or not? You're yeah, waffling I'll, I'll, there. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. That's fine. Okay. Buy. Wells? I'll buy it for a share. Yeah. I mean, I learned what an opera cake today you know, was today, and a little disappointed that there's not actually almonds in this. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, if there's like three main ingredients in an opera cake, make it with all three. Don't just go two-thirds of the way there. Lazy. Eh, whatever. It was fine, though. Lazy. Maybe the touch too much vanilla, but what do I know? I've never had an opera cake. Josh? Uh, 
it's serviceable, and I hate using that word for a Monday night beer because most of their stuff has been pretty damn stellar from what we've had. Yeah. I just don't know that this one's for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to know by that one. Tara's shaking her head now. She's it's no bueno. No, no, definitely. It's sweet and dry at the same time. <laughs> totally dried out my mouth. I don't know what happened, but no, I, I can't take more than two sips, unfortunately. All right. Well, thanks, Chuck. Try again. <laughs> <sighs> Next. All right. Sometimes, sometimes he comes through and then. Well, I was, I'm sitting here looking at the list and the last show that we tapped wells and i went nutso over the alpha abstraction yeah. so yeah he the, sends good stuff again yeah, yeah. well in in you know alpha abstractions by the wild lead guys and so you know yeah i was excited to see another one and i was, yeah. and then that thing came maybe they you know alpha abstractions they're maybe that's their wheelhouse their and they spot, should yeah they should stick there they, right jeff sunfry i tapped that how does that uh, work? i tap that let's talk about picking the beer that we would most like to have on tap uh to drink on the regular um I, I I can't believe I would say this, but I, I think this uh, this apple brandy sour wild um, I would tear up my lines, but um, <laughs> that's one that I, it'll, you know I, I think it's very accessible as a sour, but still has a bit of a punch, and you can do a lot of fun things with like food and um, cheese. Like I want some cheese with that, you know? Maybe I'm hungry. I don't know, but I, I'm gonna tap the uh, puppy dreams also because I've now gone through. I've just got my third crowler of it. So, all right, fair enough. Well, I think he just secretly wanted the combo breaker, this flat brim train that's coming at him. <laughs> that's where I'm going. <clears throat> Josh, where are you? I mean, duh, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. The second I had that, I needed to have that beer more in my life. Like, I, I'm floored what? with how good that is. Your show. Well, you, you shouldn't necessarily be floored, but I mean, you know, again, it, it's it's interesting that. For all of the, kind of to Chris's point, for all of the hazy IPs that are out there, there are a lot of them that are not good. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes when you've got a brewery that's not necessarily known for, not as well known for making that style as others. And and I think maybe that's why I got so excited about that, because like I love Baby Maker and I love a lot of their IPAs, but most of them have been very clean, very filtered stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this this thing just blew me away for what it does. Congratulations. Uh, I don't need any beer on tap at home because I own a brewery. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me—weird flex, but okay. Yeah. But uh, I do want to say that this lineup for samples today was way better than last time you guys were here. So. Well, good. Uh, yeah. Well, I think a lot of those were Chuck beers too, if I remember. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Chuck. <laughs> don't be sorry. Yeah. Don't yeah why be. do we take Chuck beers out of the house and subject other people? Yeah, to well, I mean, because I'm not drinking them on my own. Yeah. I say you get you get to the point where. You're, you can only have Munchausen's syndrome for so long before you have to start sharing it. You know, you, you, you go through enough of his bad beers, and every now and then you get a couple good ones. And so, like, that kind of helps balance it a little bit. But, uh, yeah. All right, we're at the end show. Where are we at, man? Uh, come find us on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links to our old episodes. Uh, we got a link to our Patreon if you want to support us that way. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Uh, meanwhile, find us on the Twitters at CVCast. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, if I'm desperate, at all the Wells. Josh, where are you at? Uh, follow me on Twitter at JoshGBC, Chris and Tara, pimp your stuff, please. <laughs> Is there anything you would like anybody to know about? Okay, fine. Oh, <laughs> I mean, gosh, so many things. But no, you can follow us at, at Birdsong Brewing, pretty much all the places that you would follow. Um, MySpace? No. Oh, Friendster? Friendster? No. <laughs> GeoCities? <laughs> <laughs> 
Friendster. Uh, uh, definitely, um, and, and, and you know, obviously I always gush on these guys when they're on, but I gush on them when they're not on too. Uh, if you're visiting the Charlotte area, uh, Birdsong's on my must-stop visits. You have to go. You have to come. Um, you could probably reach out to most of us, and we would probably come to meet you. Uh, if you want to send us an email, contact craftbeercast.com. We'll uh, be glad to set something up. Except for that one time Chuck came into town, and like you were the only one. Like You drew this short straw, I think. Yeah, I did. Eh, whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. Awesome. All right. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye now.